Hi, love. Happy September. I'm excited to share that my course, Living Systems, is now enrolling for its fall session or water cohort on soft systems for money management and teamwork. Here's an essay I recently sent to the folks on that interest list that I wanted to share with you as well. Thanks for listening. Hey there, mermaids. Last week, Grace and I shared a conversation about how we channel the flow of money through our businesses and cultivate interdependence with our clients and collaborators. Today, I want to share the story of how I've gone from chronic under-earning and insecure attachment to money to feeling sovereign in my money decisions and capable of channeling my cash flow where I want it to go. To do that, I need to rewind a decade and introduce you to my college senior self. In 2013, I was a chronically overachieving college senior with a 4.0 GPA, a soon-to-be-minted English degree, and a whole lot of questions about what I might do next with my life. At the urging of one of my professors, I applied to PhD programs. And when I got into a school in Chicago, that seemed way more appealing than staying put to work a part-time office job. So I packed up my belongings, moved across the country, and registered for classes. What I didn't know when I decided to go to grad school was that I was signing up for a decade of financial instability. My grad program had a set stipend of $22,000 for each student. I quickly learned that that was barely enough for rent and food, so I got side jobs at restaurants, on campus, and online to make ends meet. Between 2015 and 2021, I worked two to four jobs at a time to earn an average of $33,000 a year, which seemed pretty okay. Until I subtracted $12,000 a year for rent, $6,000 a year for health insurance, $3,000 a year to keep my car running, and then was left with about $1,000 a month for food and travel and clothes and shampoo and birth control and friends and fun and parking tickets and cheap drinks and nice drinks and concert tickets, etc. And honestly, that was fine for a while. But when my car got towed or I got sick or any expense over $100 popped up, I went into full panic mode. And my panic generally led me one of two directions to complete avoidance where I wouldn't open my bank account for weeks while swiping my card with a hope and a prayer, or to anxious attachment where my bank's website was open on my computer at all times while I vigilantly tracked and shamed every cent I spent. While I spent much of my 20s panicking about money, I watched my friends get stable jobs with stable paychecks and health insurance benefits and 401k matches, and I will be perfectly honest with you that I was so jealous. Every boss I'd ever had told me I was really smart and a really hard worker and a really great team player, but I couldn't seem to translate that into earning or having more money. Even after I got my PhD and I quit working in academia, I couldn't break through that $33,000 a year threshold. I truly felt like I'd never earned more money than that. And I was starting to wonder if I'd always be stuck in the multi-job grind without much hope of having better insurance, supported time off, or any semblance of retirement. You might think this story is leading to the revelation that everything changed when I quit those jobs and I started my own business. But let me tell you that the first thing that happened when I quit working multiple jobs and started my own business was that the panic got exponentially worse. Suddenly, every fear that I'd placated with a semi-steady paycheck surfaced angrily. I was not surfing the tidal waves of money coming in and out of my business. I was drowning in my own narratives of how I'd never be able to earn enough to be supported and successful. So how did I learn to surf those waves? Well, it started with building simple systems for paying attention to money, then cultivating practices for regulating my financial and embodied needs, and then creating magical rituals for connecting with abundance and channeling it where it's needed. 
I just passed the two-year mark of running my own business, and I'd say that I'm finally confident I can stand up on this surfboard and catch the occasional baby wave. I'm still years away from attempting to ride giant swells. So what does any of this have to do with the water cohort of living systems? Well, if you're still reading this email or listening to this episode, I bet something I shared about my money journey resonates with yours which means that somewhere in your work or life, you could use more support building the systems, practices, and rituals that will help you channel money where you want to go, rather than feeling like it's always slipping through your fingers or landing in other people's hands. So if you want to transform your relationship to money, Water Cohort is for you. Together, we'll craft a ritual for regulating your relationship to money and create a centralized place to track your financial big picture. You'll learn the skills of clarity, flow, and fluidity, so you can feel safe, supported, and successful while surfing these waves. Registration for Water Cohort is now open, and our first class is September 12th. The course includes four live classes, two co-working sessions, and an online community to share your aha moments as they happen. You can learn more at the link in the email and put yourself on our email list to get future updates about the course. I hope to see you in Living Systems this fall. Big hugs and deep breaths until then. Love, Amelia. This newsletter and accompanying podcast is free, but it may include affiliate links. If you landed here, but you're not subscribed to get my emails, head to the show notes to add yourself to the list. And if you don't want to hear from me anymore, you can unsubscribe anytime. I'm Amelia Fruby, and this newsletter is written on Pawnee land. Thank you for listening.